Indeed, Donny Hathaway. Love, love, love. And it, that seems kind of apt because I have uh, a reason we're up here. Uh, I've come here because um, I'm an old man and I need help to get to the station. <laughs> so, my guest, you've heard her before, uh, Miss Sparkle herself. Jodie Litt is back with us. Hopefully we're going to be doing this once a month because uh, Jodie, what do you say, Jodie? That uh, basically I am an, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a an old man that needs to play more <laughs> popular music. So yeah. Jodie's going to be the more of the everyman, the great and wash. Jodie, how are you? Oh, good. And it is so, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Um, uh, yeah, Glitter Gal Jody and uh, from Lit Cosmetics. And uh, I'm so, I, I'm here to sparkle the, you know, sparkle everything up a little. Bring some joy to people's lives. Yes. And we are doing a Valentine's Day show, Sid. That's why oh, we're here. Lovey, That's lovey, 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 cuddly, cuddly, cuddly. It's going to be like a kind of a, a bit of a confessional, but it's not just going to be love, is it? Cause oh, yeah. That's the first hour. What is in the second hour? Oh, hate. Love and hate. <laughs> so there's a, basically Valentine first, a happy Valentine, and then the next one is anti-Valentine for the second uh, hour of the show. Do you know where Valentine comes from? I never, I actually, you've actually made me look this up. Oh. Do you know where Valentine comes from? No. It's it, uh, and I didn't realize this. Like there was, a, there is a Saint, Saint Valentine, and basically, uh, he was a uh, an Itai, a Roman, who decided. I guess there was a creed that uh, you could not uh, show. It was all about military. You like women were secondary. Uh, you couldn't show love. You could, you know, you had to do your time. And if you came back and you had time, you know, basically they were just prostitutes and you just, mm. you know, you had offspring who would then mm. be added yeah. <laughs> to the fodder to die. So oh, he yeah. went, uh, uh, this guy called Valentine went against Claudius, I guess, in the uh, third century and, uh, yeah. He was martyred, and the Catholic Church wow. recognized him. Hence, why you have Saint Valentine. Ah. I've probably butchered the story there, and some some crank is going to uh, oh. text us up at the uh, booth here <laughs> and say, "Hey, you." Well, Lionel. you know, I, I've been called the hooker before, so it, it's okay. <laughs> By my friend Joel. It was in the earlier days. And Joe's, well, Joe's allowed to because he's, he's, he's a little, he's a little light in the loafers, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's light in the loafers. He's yes, a little he light is. in the loafers. So that's what he called me, and I answered. So okay, so the first hour is going to be love, Jody. And we're going to go back and forth. So yes. you are going to pick your first track and why this track? Yeah, I mean, the first track is going to be Barry White. I mean, he it's Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Uh, he is literally the king of love. He's been on The Simpsons. He's Do you know what his super, nickname was? No. The Walrus of Love. Well, that makes <laughs> he, sense, big, actually. And he was an ex-gangbanger. Did you know that? He was, oh. he was a, uh, a, a cripper of blood. He was one of them. And I guess... Um, he turned his back on. Uh, well, he went to prison, 
and there he discovered his love of music or paid attention to it and then decided to be whatever. His wife, get this, his wife, the love of his life, was a professional back-scratcher. Awesome. I love that. See, this love story is getting deep. I am love. And, Sid, your knowledge is is unfathomable. I, only, I love it. I only know that because, I, I, I mean, I didn't look any of these up. I, I remember, clearly remember, there was an interview in some... Uh, Friday evening rock show that they used to have, yeah. drive home show, and they had an interview with Barry White and his his uh, wife was on there and she she had nails like, oh my god, six seven inches, like <laughs> professional back, and she was like, <laughs> gross, it's so disgusting. <laughs> so when did, when did you first hear this track? Oh gosh, I uh, good question. You always ask the good ones, don't you? That I that we haven't gone. <laughs> what is your first? What is your first I, kind of memory of it? Well, was it when younger or yeah, was it I was when he started going to clubs? And just and just like I just always knew him for being, you know, the the love god just, of of song, and his voice is so smooth, and it's so uh it's just so perfect. What he ended up doing, anyway, he's got, he's got one of these career. voices that could uh, he'd, he'd make the phone book sound like a oh, love yes, symphony for sure. Okay, our first track chosen by uh, Miss Lit herself is going to be Barry White. Can't get enough of your love, babe. You're listening to Dick in the Crates here on cgsw.com, 9.9 FM live. This is our Valentine's show special, so stay tuned. More love ahead and hate. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. As many times as we've loved and we've shared love and made love, it doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's just not enough for you. Just not enough. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. My darling, I can't get up to your love, babe. Girl, I don't know, I don't know why. I can't get enough to your love, babe. Lord, some things I can't get used to. Can I explain 
All the things I feel You've given me so much Girl, you're so unreal still I keep loving you More and more each time Girl, what am I gonna do? Cause you're blowing my mind I get the same old feeling Every time you're here I feel a change Something moving I scream your name Look what you got to do with Darling, I Baby, it didn't take all of my life to find you. But you can believe it's gonna take the rest of my life to keep you. This song is huge, Eddie. This is uh, this should yeah. be this should be the theme song to your uh, company. <laughs> Barry White there can't get enough of your love, baby. Good one. Oh yeah, that's a good. That's oh yeah, a, I love it. I love it. That's a good Valentine's song. So my first song, right? We're gonna go d- diametric opposite, right? I used to be a. Do you know? I used to be a really big fan of doo wop back in the day. Mm. Uh, always, like, I still do love doo wop, but uh, I mean, I, my my first DJ gigs were like doo wop and rockabilly at the Fountain Pub in Tooting in 1979. I love <laughs> that. that. I love that. How old am I? That that really like uh, ages me right there. Yeah. You know? But black don't crack. You look great. Oh no! It's it's my thing is. Black don't crack, brown don't frown, white turns to shite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, I'm you shite. Look good. Look at, no, you look great. Um, we are here. Uh, yeah, we're going to try and do this once a month. Obviously, uh, it's not going to be this particular subject, but uh, Jody is uh, such a kind, generous co-host. She's also easy on the eye. So you know, I mean, you, uh, I mean, I love Rob Faust, but. Sometimes I just want to smack him in the head. Yes, me too. But, uh, no, so Jody has selected next week is va- for February the fourteenth is Valentine's Day, and uh, we we are going through our favorite for this first our favorite Valentine's song, one of my all time favorite songs. There are, it's weird. Like I don't know if you have a top ten of favorite music, and it's really hard because it, it always is. changes, doesn't it? Yeah. But I bet you there's there's probably two or three that. Are your tracks? Yeah, they, they will always be there, from mm. you know, from whatever age you discovered mm-hmm. it to when you die. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my number one track of all time is Anakin in the UK because of what it meant to me, mm-hmm. what it did for me. My second is this particular track we're going to hear it is by the Flamingos, and it is called "I Only Have Eyes for You," and you'll, I'll tell you why after. My love must be a kind of blind love I can't see anyone but you
When we're in a garden, oh my god, the hairs on my back and the neck always, yeah. always go yeah. up. Fantastic track. Uh, if you're searching for it on Spotify, <laughs> you've got to look for the flamingos. Not Art Garfunkel, as good as Art is. I mean, yeah. I, he does have a good voice, does Art, Art but uh, he doesn't do that track justice. Yeah. Classic Slice to Do What, yeah. my second favourite track of all time, and I don't think it's going to be surpassed. I'm 60 now, so it's never going to be surpassed. Yeah. It'd have to be one MF track. Yeah, totally. Okay, okay Princess, what have we got coming okay. up next? so this song kind of goes out to a friend of mine, Jen, because this is like one of our favourite songs, and it's uh, The Honey Drippers, Sea of Love, Robert Plant, which you didn't know who sang no, this. I didn't. You you showed me that you actually let, let me listen to the original, which oh. I love too, and I didn't know that. So, so well, I mean, did they, uh, did you own the album, or do you just know this particular track? Oh, I, I'm I'm sure I, I had the it, album for sure. I, I've got the past members up here, and there's like Brian Setzer who used to play with Stray Cats. Yeah. You've got Nile Rogers, yeah, from um, Chic. It's like a a who's who of every session yeah. musician and rock musician there ever was. Yeah, I don't know much about the Honey Trippers. Yeah. I remember the albums being out, so I'm assuming it were, they were well a big deal at the mm-hmm. time. So big that uh, he he decided to revive it. He had so much uh, aggro, Robert Plant, to, to do it. So, hey, yeah. this is a first for me. Uh, I, I know this by 
the original by Phil Phillips, but uh, this is your uh, yeah. your jam. So, did, when when did you first find this track? Or well, you... it's it's in this. It's a seventies, or, or it's it was sorry released in the eighty in the eighty eighty four nineteen eighty four. And yeah, I'm sure I would have listened to it right away. So 100%. why 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 is this your your girl, you and your girl's favorite track, or did you just kind of it's like? It's just so it, you know it. It's the ultimate love song, and I do you when you're listening to it, you do drift away. Like in the sea of love, I believe. And what's really crazy about this song is it has literally six lines. And I didn't know that until I really looked at it. And it's like, I actually didn't know that. So he, it's such a beautiful song. He could just, like you say, read the read the letters on the wall or read the, you know, the phone book. Yeah. And it, it, I, I, it's well, it, cap- it captures, it, it, it captures something. I mean, that, we're going to probably sound like boomers here, but uh, it it captures something that I don't think modern music does. Yeah, because it's something built around it. Just, I mean, just that those words "sea of love" and it's just they've conjured all those words around it, and yeah. they conjure something that you know that words sometimes fail normal people, yeah. and it's such a, a great moment. Yeah. Okay, this is not the original. I mean, I love the original, but this is yeah. uh, Ms. Litt's. Second, Second choice, the Honey Drippers, Sea of Love, here on CGSW 90.9 FM. <laughs>
guy admit that isn't bad for an 80s revival song. That's, yeah. that's a pretty good... Oh, uh, God, I love it. That's a pretty good track. Okay, uh, my next track is going to be by a guy called Labby Sifri, who uh, you might... You know, you might not recognise the name, but uh, Eminem sampled, you know, uh, mm-hmm. his tracks. Uh, my name is sampled a Labby Sifri track. Um, oh, my most, name is, yeah. Yeah. Dun-dun, yeah. Dun-dun, oh, yeah. Dun-dun. Right. That's, that's yeah, a Labby Sifri track. Um, it Must Be Love is, is a massive one by him. He was uh, one of the first musicians to come out as gay. I mean, this is in the 70s, but not only that, but he was uh, uh, black as well. So, mm-hmm. wow, you got mm-hmm. to think that the weight he must have carried, mm-hmm. you know, back then. And that was in the 70s. I uh, mean, even that now, was... I mean, the weight that when black people come out now, yeah. they, either, they either have to be, I mean, and he's just a normal guy. Like, uh, the songs we're going to like, It Must Be Love, and the track we're going to play now, Bless the Telephone, it's relatable to... You know, heterosexuals, uh, homosexuals, it doesn't matter. It's just mm-hmm. songs about love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's unique. I think it kind of shocked people that this guy could write this kind of stuff. But I think what, what, why a lot of people accept him is because his music was universal. So this particular track I'm going to play is Bless the Telephone. And we were just talking before, uh, while, while, uh, See Love was playing about how people don't use the telephone anymore. And this song is all about, um, how, I mean, for you and I, before the uh, when we had, <laughs> we had the, the rotary mm. dial. Yeah, I don't uh, know how we lived, like, honestly. But how we would wait for that call. Yeah. And this song, this song is only like uh, one minute and forty seconds, but it captures yeah. that moment of, you know, how whether you know you uh, give your number to uh, the person that you fancy in a bar or in a club or at what work if you or whatever. Lose it? What if you lose that and, piece of paper? And then, oh, my do you God. Think, oh, should I ring him straight away or should I do the old, you know, uh, five-day rule or whatever? But then once you get to know him, then the whole idea of the phone call and communication becomes elevated because then they're part of your day and then you look so look forward to, you know, lunchtime when you can hear their voice, or yeah. you know, if they're coming home late, it's a, uh, it's, it's, you know, just them saying, "I'll be home in two hours' time," but you know, oh, I love I you know. and I'll be there. That's you so know, good. it's so, and then you get everything prepared for them when they come home. Anyway, this is uh, this is from about uh, 1971. This is Labby Stiffery, bless the telephone, here on Digging the Crates, cgsw.com. again I've waited all day long even wrote a song for you it's strange the way you make me feel with just a word or two I'd like to do the same for you it's nice to hear you say hello and how are things with you I love you but very soon it's time to go 
an office job to do while I'm here writing songs for you. Strange how a phone call can change your day, take you away, away from the feeling of being alone. Bless the telephone. Nice the way you say my name. Not very fast or slow, just soft and low, the same as when you tell me how you feel. I feel the same way too. I'm very much in love with you. I'm very much in love with you. That was the right track, Jody. Sorry, I had a bit of a uh, technical glitch there. You know, when you press the wrong button sometimes. <laughs> hey, I'm old. <laughs> Leave me alone. That was uh, Labby Sifri and um, Bless the Telephone. From it's his, beautiful. Uh, from his album, singing the song. Oh. So pretty. So pretty. And like, there you go. One minute and 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. He, said, he said it all. Okay, kiddo. What is your next Okay, track? we are going with a little bit of Brenda Lee, Sweet Nothings. <laughs> Not um, rocking around a Christmas tree. No, no, no. And, you know, by the way, she's still this, this woman is still alive and is still topping the charts with rocking around the Christmas tree in last year in, in uh, December. She is topping the charts. I thought she's a little older. Do you know how old she is? She's 79. I thought she'd be like... 80 or something yeah. like that. I think because I, I, I mean, I knew of her, you know, growing up. So in the 60s and 70s, I knew of her. So, I mean, she was uh, considered old then, but I guess uh, hmm. maybe not that old. Yeah, 79. Yeah, I'm shocked that she's only 79. But I remember her big, the big track you see on the adverts was I'm Sorry. I'm sorry, so, so sorry. Oh, so good. So good, though. I love it. Um, You know, I just love, in this song, you could really hear her rasp of her voice, too, which I really, really love. And I love watching the old videos, too. I can't get enough of it. Uh, She looks so young and so... Yeah. uh, And just the way they dance. Oh, my God. I I really, if you want to, if you have nothing to do, go check out old videos. So, what is the song, kiddo? So, it is Brenda Lee, Sweet Nothings, from 1960. Self-titled. I I learned that tonight. I learned that tonight. From a self-titled album. Uh-huh, honey. All right. My baby whispers in my ear. Baby, I keep them to myself. Sweet nothing. Mm, sweet nothing. We walk along hand in hand. Mm, sweet nothing. Yeah, we both understand. Mm, sweet nothing. Sitting in Give me that special look Sweet nothing Mmm, sweet nothing 
and daughter, that's enough for tonight. Sweet nothing. Which uh, was sampled by Kanye West for yes. Bound 2. So there you go. That Even the kids would get uh, that particular track. <laughs> the kids. They go like, what the? Brenda Lee? Yeah, that was uh, right at the beginning of the track. That, that very first bit is the what yeah. echoes throughout uh, the track Bound 2. Yeah. Okay, you are tuned in to uh, myself, Sasha Sid, and uh, Jody Litt. We are up here celebrating Valentine's Day, and I, because uh, I rarely come to the uh, up up here at uh, Even the Q and Hall. <laughs> I know, and uh, we are choosing. Well, for the first hour, we're choosing our love songs, and uh, Jody has. Uh, Jody is married. I'm not. Was. But you've. Allison is I'm, awesome. Yes, she is. Uh, Why would she you, put up with she, you? I don't. Because <laughs> like there's, no there's no one else that loves us. Jesus so we are, we are trying to inspire not only love, but uh, give our rationale and also the songs that uh, best encapsulate how, how we have felt over the years. And this one yeah. is a surprising one. It's by a, uh, a Scottish band that, uh, I, you know, I don't really like a lot of their music. I mean, I'm not like, I mean, there's a... Uh, uh, the old Calgary Hill critic uh, Mike Bell and uh, Lisa Laurie Matheson, who love this band, who like you know they mm-hmm. could like literally like yeah. uh, uh, have a have a have one of those toy monkeys doing the drumming and singing. They go, "That's awesome!" And I'm going, "Yeah, whatever." Enough. But uh, this track is just amazing, one and it is uh, what you do to me. And it's like from the fir- from their first album, Bandwagon esque, which I actually bought. Because I like this song, and I went, mm. "Really? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't my. Maybe I should go back and listen to it. But uh, this song, it just it says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. What you do to me. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, my selection. Uh, we've got a. Uh, we've got about twenty minutes. We can yeah, get. Yeah, I think we can get through some. We can get through some songs. Let's but, talk uh, more rock. This Let's is, go. Yeah. Whoa, easy. <laughs> no, easy I like. There, I love chicken. it. I love uh, it. You're listening to Sasha Sid and Jody Lit here on Digging the Crates. Our special Valentine's edition here on cgsw.com. What you do to me.
that's so status quo. Do you, oh, did you, do you know who song. status quo? Right, I they, know. they did a whole kind of. They did a down down. It was a whole kind of blues and boogie. They had one, one riff. But man, did they rock that over oh. like about fifty-eight million tracks? And they were they were so popular in England. I think they still are. They're like up there with the royal family. I think it was like just great British treasures. Yeah. But uh, I love that track. What yeah. you do to me? Oh my god! I you know I remember having that uh, CD, yeah. and it was like actually the whole album was pretty damn good. Yeah, to hell with to hell with smell like Teen Spirit. That is the song of yeah. that era. Yeah. to me. Definitely. Okay, kiddo. What we got? So you know we're gonna stick in the nineties. When we, I think it's not nineties, it's eighties. The Cure. This Cure. I think it's eighties. Yes. No, this you, this Cure. I'm in love. I thought it was nineteen ninety two. Friday, I'm in love. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you know. Okay, the old, so anyway, well, I'm gonna get looking, on the old Google machine. Yeah, you know what? Well, well, Sid's looking. You know what? I, I will tell you one thing. I was a Cure fan, big, big time. And when they came out in the nineties with this kind of pop song and pop kind of albumy, I was so disappointed. You know what? So I disappointed. Back, you are. I am right. You are the oracle. Because it, it's a 90s. Ms. Lit. It is 90s. That was the 90s or pop time. It was the pop time, right? No, and no. when The Cure came out with with this pop song, I was like, <laughs> oh, I am walking away from Cure. I am done. Really? Oh, yeah. I was like, you guys are out, out for me. But it grew on me. I saw, I, I actually saw The Cure. Oh, you're Ni- so lucky. 1978. I think it was like their second gig. They were wearing Hawaiian shirts. Oh. I think they were supporting the jam, actually. And no, I think it was like a it was it was a free gig at the marquee. Uh-huh. And yeah, and Robert Smith was like And that was when you where, were in <laughs> Where were you? Where's the marquee? Like uh, what in, we... in Water Street in London. In, London, in London, so right. Like, oh yeah. What do you think yeah. it was? Well, I don't know. Downtown Calcutta? New York. She's being racist. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, they were and they were like this is back when, you know, killing an Arab and stuff like yes, that. Yes, I So it was very it, yeah. they were I mean yeah, it's weird. You know, it, it's kind of it's it's weird that you bring that up that kind of prejudice that people have. I mean, yeah. that's why I left punk because of that. It, punk became this kind of dogma, you know, everyone mm-hmm. had to, you know, be spitting or, you know, uh, making anti-government songs mm-hmm. or songs mm-hmm. of, you know, hating women, whatever. Yeah. It just seemed so counterproductive. Mm-hmm. In, in, and so when someone like, and I like to think that post-punk, which Cure were part of, freed that up, but it's weird that people still have those narrow kind of views of what their bands should be. Mm-hmm. I remember when you remember when you two did that whole Zuropa thing and how See, people See that hate. was might have been in the 90s too cuz that was poppy. Cuz like, I know? mean I've never liked you two but I did like the way they just went out there but it's funny that no one liked it and the next sound yeah. they were just you Yoto again. Yeah. So we are going to listen to uh The Cure and uh I'm in love. Friday I'm in love. Friday oh yeah Friday baby. He and you, you are listening to the Valentine's edition live with warts and all with mistakes and uh, non sequiturs and uh, the very uh, beautiful uh, Jody Lit up here on uh, Dinger Crates, CGSW.com. <laughs>
Okay, so only Friday. <laughs> only Friday's the good day. Every it's, other day sucks. Tuesday's okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, break my heart. Like, why, why do you think Friday was the only day for Robert Smith? Because like you said... It's like work all week and then get to drink. <laughs> yeah, and you can, uh, maybe you're you're you got the uh, the side eye. You're always looking for uh, something else. It's a terrible thing. I mean, that's not the idea of this song. I mean, Friday, I'm in love. Maybe you know, Friday you've arrived and you go like, I've survived the working week and now I'm looking forward to uh, being at home with uh, the one I love. Well, and he says it's such a gorgeous sight to see you eat in the middle of the night. So he must love her. Yeah. Go, you know. Would you love? Do you like? Do you like the? Uh, I'm not fat shaming here, but do you like the uh, slightly uh, rounder man? <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no. No. You've <laughs> fat shaming. <laughs> Joe, you didn't fat shame. No, I shouldn't say that. That's terrible. It's okay. He's a big. It's okay, he's Sidley. a big boy, isn't he, Robert Smith? Jesus, is he now? Oh, he always has been. Well, he was getting that way, and now he's become oh, big, big. No. Uh, no. What do you think of his uh, his subtly applied makeup? Oh, I'm okay with the guy. <laughs> it's crazy. I like guy makeup, <laughs> guy liner. <laughs> did you watch that uh, Sean Penn film when he did a kind of Robert Smith kind of uh, parody? No, it's like a really good film. Uh, this is the place. I think it's called. You okay. should watch it. He's like okay. he's like a, doing a Robert Smith, no uh, but way. it's like yeah, it turns into kind of this. Uh, espionage kind of thriller, revenge thriller. It's mm. cool. Okay. Uh, we're going to, yeah, we start with Teenage Fan Club. You did a bit of a... Uh, uh, Cure. Cure. I'm going to play the Pixies. And I never liked the Pixies. Did you like the Pixies? I loved, you know what? I loved that whole genre of kind of that whole, like, I don't know, Jane's Addiction, that whole naval, era. Naval gazing yeah. kind of like I goth, loved, goth loved rock it. kind of Loved like. it. Yeah, I never liked the Pixies that I've, you know, like, and I could, I was going, what's wrong with me? Why do I not like the Pixies? Mm. Everyone loves the Pixies. And I think <laughs> okay. as I've got older, I like, I, uh, I've i grown to love them. But it's mm. funny that we talked about Sea of Love. This song we're going to play, which is uh, La La, I Love You, has <laughs> like no lyrics to it. I think yeah. it has like six six lines. Well, it's like, it's like, you know, Black Francis going, yeah, yeah, La I love you. If it's hey, a good song, you, you don't need. Uh, yeah, you don't uh, need it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't anyway, need it. Anyway, even the indie kids. I'd like to think that you know, after a hard day of uh, moshing and uh, you know doing moshing. heroin or whatever they did, People they mosh went home. Still? They no, back then they went home, and this was their love song. Oh, for you know? sure. Okay, you know, this I can't their, wait to. This was their mood music. This is their jam. You know, like generations that you know, like uh, in the seventies, they had. Uh, uh, Let's get it on and stuff like yeah, this yeah, was yeah. their jam. Okay, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to envision this. <laughs> well, envision away. I you am. know, this I is uh, the Pixies and Lala. I love you.
Did he actually say any lyrics in that whole song? Um, yeah, yeah, I love you, I love you. Well, yeah, it's like the yeah. honey drippers, it's like six, six lines. He didn't need to. That song says exactly. it all. It says it all in the title. Exactly. La la, I, no, I was going to say la la, I love you, but uh, it's la la, love you. And that is, uh, is that from Doolittle? I don't know. I don't know my Pixies albums. I, I, I don't know either, but I love them. Okay, chop, chop, kiddo. Okay, so we've got about six minutes, and then we've got to. Okay, we're gonna uh, do modern English. I'll stop the world and melt with you. I wanna it from the eighties, nineteen eighty-two. One quick little thing that I read about them is okay. So a lot of people have this as a wedding song, as a blah 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 blah, you know, as a love 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 song. But what it meant to them is a couple making love as the atom ball drops, and they kind of sort sort of melt together. So this is what this song is about, which is very interesting, which is okay. I think it's still okay to play at a wedding. So you're in love and you're like, let's melt together. I wonder if that's based around like, uh, you know, that you get those, uh, there were those post-war, like Hiroshima Monomore, yes. where the, the people is. literally melted They were yes. like, they knew it was coming and they held each other and it's literally like they're in ash. Yeah. Their whole yeah. The outline of it's them. So yeah. So this is Very pretty. this is what it's all. This song is all about. I so thought, you shocked me there because I thought you were going to say they're neither modern, neither are they English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're from Wisconsin, aren't they? Okay. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't. Know. Okay, Johnny. What is this? What are we going to listen to? We are listening to modern <laughs> English. I'll, I'll stop, stop the world and melt with you. Second best. I saw the world crashing all around your face. Never really knowing it was always mesh and lace. Lives the kind which never hates 
Oh, that's a pretty song, Johnny. Do you have an 80s dance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It makes me think this, the way the beat is, it's like, yeah, this is totally 80s. We should do a succession of Instagram videos of us dancing to uh, an <laughs> 80s song. Uh, modern English, I'll stop the world and dealt with you. Yeah. It's one of the more uh, poignant lyrics, because too many of those 80s bands was like, I see the mantelpiece way down with... <laughs> <laughs> with Auschwitz hate and I need to find love um, with someone with the <laughs> number eight. What is wrong with I you? I don't know, I'm <laughs> rambling on. Okay, we are rushing towards... Uh, uh, this has been our love hour. We're going to have our anti-love hour. I'm going to play... Uh, everyone thinks that, you know, when you think of Buzzcocks, you always think of ever fall in love with someone you shouldn't have fallen in love with. It actually isn't a love song, is it? Now, yeah. this to me well, is... is it the is. Well, it is. It's but very... Auntie. That's for the auntie, That's maybe. for the auntie. Now, this is my Buscock's love song. Very underrated. It was their single. I think it was towards the end. I'm pressing that button there. Of their golden period, but... Uh, I, lo- I love this song. It's uh, the Buscock's Love You More. What can you say? Yeah. First, very first line is "I'm in love again." Yeah. I'm in love again. Been like this before. I'm in love again. This time's true, I'm sure. We've gone over our hour, Jody. Ah! But you know, we are I'm we are saving one more song. That was the Buzzcocks, Love You More. And uh my one of my favorite uh love songs of the punk era. Not that there was a lot of love going on, but uh that was uh, definitely one of my uh one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah. 
What is our last okay, song, our you know kid? What? Uh, you know what? I'm going to uh, promote the Madonna concert a little. <laughs> like she needs promotion. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Because Maddie was, is so hard my, up. My seat was really effing uh, expensive, by the way. But anyway, Madonna, True Blue. And you know what? I am... I like Madonna. There's not a lot of her songs on my playlist, I must say. But this song is actually just, it's its from 1985. And I just think it's like, she just went to a different, like, I think it's True Blue. Like, it's well, True I think, Blue, I think, Baby, uh, I Love You. I think what, I mean, uh, I mean, as the years have gone by and her reputation has, uh, has fallen away, people, people forget how amazing she was how empowering she was how she was just shameless yeah she slept with this guy to get this she did this to do that she was just doing her she 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 had a vision and she did it Mm -hmm. and she was unapologetic about it and it was amazing now it seems kind of like scary i mean i saw her announcing this tour did you see that promo kind of and it's i did not see it and i'm mad she's scary looking She's well, like, you know. Mm, yeah, okay. Uh, I saw her just a while ago. I thought she was okay, but I don't know. Maybe it was from afar. Jody, recommendation. Anyway, you need to take a cushion. Anyway. She might not turn up. Maybe you should take a. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe you should take a blow up mattress. I'm going to sue her. I'm going to sue her, man, because she showed up late. Well, I was telling, I was telling Jody just before uh, she talked about this that uh, last time I saw. And I was thinking, I saw. I, you know, I sound like such a twat when I say yes, I saw Madonna years ago. I was just going to say twat. Yes. Anyway, I saw her, you know, back in the 80s when she... At Coachella. But, yeah, even before that. But Coachella was the first indication she turned up late. Yeah. Like Daft Punk played and Mm. one hour, one hour before she turned up on stage, she played five songs. I've never seen a crowd get more... Irate? Iran. Oh, boom! I made a joke there, dude. Uh, she, I, yeah, they got really. She's a diva. That's what. She but does. even back then, she shouldn't. I don't know. She was. Yeah. yeah it's fair gonna enough, be tricky. Fair but, enough. But you're gonna be back to the, when? When is the concert? When you're going? It's on the twenty first. It's a Wednesday in February twenty first. Yeah, in two so, weeks. So uh, you'll be back weeks. in March to tell us how it was. Yeah. So what are we gonna hear, our uh, kid? We are hearing Madonna True Blue. And uh, then we're gonna have a word from our sponsors, and then we're gonna get into a, hey Jody, I effing hate you. A fight. <laughs>
Whether you're riding the C train, the blue train, or the night train. Stay on track with CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting in Calgary on Treaty 7 territory and Métis Nation of Alberta, Districts 5 and 6. Jody, this is the sadness. Okay. So this song, there was this girl I dated, uh, Mary Jo. Mary <laughs> Jo. Mary Jo. Like I was like, this sounds like a. Oh, and it's Mary in it. This sounds like a like a. Uh, uh, they used to call it a. Uh, in, there used to be this guy called Simon Bates. He used to do this, this thing on BBC called Our Tune, and people would send in their saddest letters, and they'd have a sad song. And Mary Jo, I was like, you know. 17, 18, she was like 29, but she was like so sophisticated. Like, she introduced me to, like, you know, like, uh, like Bloodstone Natural High and, and like, uh, Real Syrupy Soul and Tom Waits. And I remember, uh, you know, she went back to her boyfriend. You know, she broke up with him to be with me, but then she went back. And, uh, I remember crying. <laughs> And she Aww. goes, she goes, I know. do you want sympathy? Do you want sympathy? You're finding a dictionary between shit and syphilis. <laughs> so, I, and, I love and, her. And that's echoed. You know, it, oh I, when, when I remember that, I think of that, uh, that scene in High Fidelity <laughs> when he goes, you think relations have become more sophisticated, women kinder, skin thicker. <laughs> But, but all my relationships have been a scramble of that moment. Oh, my God. And it has. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, I think I was uh, 57 that I grew up. But I think, you know, like, you know, like, 
I mean, I'm just probably like everyone else. I, I you know, I had an autism, like Asperger, very mild. But, you know, I couldn't handle relationships maybe. And, you know, I might have been, you know, a little unhinged here and there. But, you know, I've improved. I've got better. I'm on medication. Leave me alone. Yes, yes. Anyway, well, that's my... This is... This song... And I love Tom Waits. And, I do, too. And I look back on And I look back at her with... You know, I really look back on a fond memory. Like, she really... And like a lot of the women since then, she actually gave me... You know, she, it was actually... Hard love. It was hard love, but also... She inspired me, like, had great music and, you know, and love is all about, maybe love is all about a moment. Is it, you know, it's forever because you just, you find someone you want to be with them, but can you recreate that love, you know, that when you first meet someone, I think that's the biggest, I mean, I think that's what happened with a lot of young people, hence why you have swipe culture, you know, the whole Tinder thing, like, they can't handle those down times when you hate that person. And, you know, me and my, me and my girl, there are times when she says, you have to leave. You know? You can come you have stay to, at my you have place. To, you have, no, she, you know, you, have to, okay. you have to go out for half hour or an hour. Yeah, you just right. have to leave. And you, that's living with someone. Yeah, and it is. Some people can't cope with that. Well, I mean, but everybody's always now winning. Everybody's always gets, you know, everybody's a-okay. Nobody's gone through heartache or never, nobody's ever done anything bad. No, you've always, you're, you're number one. And it's just like, yeah, nobody can live anymore. Nobody's had the ups and downs. So it's like, yeah. So when you're living together, that, that's the name of the game is ups and downs, man. You know? The life of the, you know, hard knocks, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, well, so we've had Tom okay. Waits. So yeah, enough of the, enough of the, uh, yeah. the sad bastard music. <laughs> Gonna play something. You know, this is our. Uh, what 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 is this hour, Jody? Yeah, you create this oh, hour. Yeah. This is the second hour anti love song, <laughs> <laughs> as I have written down. Because, like you know, like good sailors, we have love and we, we have, have hate tattooed on yes. our knuckles. Exactly. So what are we gonna hear? Okay, so love this. Okay, Patsy Cline is the queen of heartache. So you know, walking after midnight. I actually can. You know, when I. Whenever I broke up with a, a gal, you broke up with a guy. I said I just about said gal, which is really funny. <laughs> I've never been with a gal, um, but when I have broken up, I listened to this album over and over again and cried and cried and cried. Really? Can you do that? I, you know, it's weird. Yeah. I can only listen to sad bastard music when I'm happy. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. Like I don't. You know, and then yeah, you're weird. and then you know, I can listen to Blue Valentine, and in my head, I can play out. You know, sadness, but I have to be in a position of reasonable happiness or reasonably uh, equilibrium. Yeah. But so I always, I always find it weird that people play sad music to get sadder. And cry I my but eyes but I, I understand. It. Was it cathartic? Was it like yeah, it was good? I think yeah. And I I will always uh, treasure those. So you, uh, you were sad for forty sad minutes, moments. and then you then you go like, come. You had your Rolodex out. Rolodex. <laughs> yeah. All right. My you got, recipes. You got and 10 my minutes numbers. to get around here for a long, odd shag. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what are we going to hear, kiddo?
from Patsy. Patsy Klein, Walking After Midnight. Oh, did you do the walk of shame after midnight? No, you never did. No. Men walked. Oh, I, I probably did. Men walked oh, in shame did. after that. Okay, here we go. On uh, Dinkrates, cjstory.com, our anti-Valentine 44 Minutes. W man, old C and W. You could just, you could smell the nicotine off this record, can't you? It just, oh, I, I can smell <laughs> Chesterfields. Yeah. Oh, just, and uh, you could just see Patsy or Loretta with a black eye. <laughs> just yeah, giving it. They were good. They were oh. best friends. They, her and Loretta, Loretta Lynn. Okay, we got, we have a lot of sad bastards. So in between it all, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. Just rock it out just for a minute, Johnny. I'm just going to, like, take it to rock the it extreme. Out. Just for, okay. you know, you don't have to follow it. I'm just, like, I don't know. We've been playing a little, like, I don't know what I'm saying here. What am I saying? I don't know. Have, we, have uh, we been it, playing Sad Bastard? Anyway, I'm yeah. going to play The Sex Pistols' No yeah. Feelings. And it's kind of, you know, we, we were touching on punk, how uh, nihilistic it was. But there was a lot of, you know, like, a lot of people don't realise that punk, in its initial... Uh, uh, embryonic stage. It was a lot of gays and soul heads and people outside of society who came together and just created this music. Mm-hmm. Or and and a look. It was started as a look, right, and then yeah. became a music. And the Sex Pistols were a product of that. All that early stuff was a product. And then it became like what well, we were talking about earlier, a dogma, where it became like an interesting book to read is by. Um, uh, 
it's about the Go-Go's. I think it's a chick from the yeah. Go-Go's. And she basically said, like, how it was... Even in L.A., it was this... In 78, it was this kind of free, independent, you know, women could do whatever. And then it just became this... Uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, slam dancing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This very machismo kind of... Uh, Scene. It, it became just like, into like, just a like, bit more like mosh, pit, mosh pits yeah. and stuff like that. And it became, yeah, more hateful and yeah. it lost that creativity. Mm-hmm. And I think I missed that. And I mean, when you listen to like that Sex Pistols record, how great it sounds. It has, you know, yeah. all these kind of odd, kind of interesting lyrics. I mean, John I thought Light- you lo- didn't like the Sex Pistols, but uh, when I saw it on your list, I was like, oh I my God. I love the Sex Pistols. Yeah, I, but I jo- Johnny so. Rotten was like, I mean, uh, you know, I I have feelings about J- uh, Johnny Rotten Nay Lynn now. I mean, there's some uh, dodgy aspects of mm-hmm. what he's done, but uh, no feelings. Like it's funny, like he was uh, in a relationship with a woman at this time, and uh, mm-hmm. but he was just, I think he was just feeling how how outsiders they all were. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think this this uh, song. Builds that sentiment. Maybe this is more like an insult song because it's like, why do people hate me? Why, you know, why yeah. do I feel this yeah. way? You know, and, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I, I think it does it with great humor, but some people might misinterpret it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. this is my uh, anti love song. This is Sex Pistols, No Feelings, here on Digging in the Crates. <laughs>
So you can kind of see how uh, people would take the uh, cartoon aspect of that song and uh, it'd be the gospel. Yeah. It, there was a lot of uh, violence and hate in that song, but uh, hey, what can I say? Such an energy, though. Like, yeah. their energy was just so high top. Okay, kiddo, what have we okay. got from you? And this is like, I'm going to say this now, this is like... but. Jodie and I uh, always have this uh, love and hate. Well, we're not love and hate, but she was said, play more populist music. Enough of digging in the crates. Well, you dig too deep. deeply. He digs deep. Um, what, uh, and this is like, this is kind of, I think this is a lot of guilt. This group are uh, kind of guilty pleasure to a lot of people. They are, they? yeah. Uh, oh, my God. So this this song, Gun, Guns N' Roses, I used to love her, and it's like the perfect anti-Valentine's Day song. I mean, it is, okay, so she bitched so much, she drove me nuts, and now I'm happier this way, which is, oh, I, I, it doesn't get better. Love and hate, right? I mean, you, you, you get so um, into your relationships sometimes. It's just like, oh, my God, love you, hate you. You know, it's just well, uh, it's just the Well, the miss can descend. So sometimes when, you know, I, I, uh, I mean, it's one thing where people, you know, where it's an abusive relationship and, you know, it's mm-hmm. from the get-go, it's abusive. There There's is. another thing when the mist descends, when someone crosses the line. And sometimes I've been accused of that where it's been like, <laughs> it, well. Okay, it's kind of, maybe well, we shouldn't you, go there. Well, no, no I'm just you just kidding. take, you, I'm just kidding. You've been in a relationship where you just take chunks out of each other. And yeah. in this, so why I'm in this particular, what's this song based on? You got. Okay, yeah, no, I was just like. Like, this is an actual thing, actually. A, a guy in Florida um, was accused of killing his wife in 2002. And while they were in court, this song got um, – he got played and the words got played out in the courtroom. And they found – well, they found it because he took it off his hard drive and they found – his wife in his backyard. So the, he, this song he inspired took it literally. Oh, and it, see, it, here it we go. Inspired him. <laughs> he inspired him. So what is the song, Arkin? It is Guns and Roses. I used to love her.
Talk about people that uh, don't turn up. Isn't Axel Rose like uh, ah! a little crazy and doesn't turn up for his gigs? Oh, you know what? We saw them in Edmonton and it was all good. Was that with his pickup band? I saw him. Uh, I saw him with our friend Dave Reynolds at. Uh, oh, actually, I didn't because uh, that's a long story. Anyway, uh, they were at the Dome. How long was oh. it? That was like 15 years ago? Yeah. Something like that. Well, I just saw them recently, and it was like five years ago. Oh, wow. Were they good? I think. It was awesome. Slash was in there. Slash. Yo, he was. Was he? And wore an uh, awesome shirt that says, said, instead of, I like Coke, it was like, what? I like of course he does. Like, you know, it was, yeah. Oh, God No, he God. said, I like vagina. It said, I like vagina on it. Like, it was hilarious. Love slash. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I don't want to, like, make uh, love to him, but I love him. I think probably at the time you probably did. Yeah, it's, a, lo- it's a love day. Did you have a poster of him? No, I did not. The, the G&R there. What was the G&R song we heard there, Argid? I used to love her. I used to love but her. But I had to kill her. <laughs> okay, our next song is probably better known by a uh, North of England duo. Called okay. Soft Cell. Oh, I like. love this But song. I'm going to play the original that was big on the uh, Northern dance floors, which is uh, uh, this is uh, Gloria Jones, who was actually the wife of do you? She's wife of no T Rex. Oh, actually, she she drove him to his death. Oh, uh-huh. well, I said that's yeah, another. That sounds kind like, of that sounds kind of rom- that love. sounds kind of romantic, but <laughs> it wasn't love. like because well, she had. Wow, you imagine what it would have been like now to do that. To say someone drove, uh, I don't know, uh, Harry Styles to his death. That what that woman would go through now. She, well, yeah. she was so charmed by it, and she had some abuse because he wasn't. He kind of faded by seventy seven, seventy eight. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't so vitriolic, but it was enough that she left. She never recorded music again, and she uh, moved to L.A., and then I think she lives in West Africa now, purportedly. Uh, her name's Gloria Jones. Uh, she sang, was a backup singer, but she had a solo career. But this song was big on the uh, Northern Soul dance floors, okay. which, was, which, was a, uh, which was a scene in the 70s, which is kind of weird, that uh, all these kids would gather in the north of England at different clubs and dance to obscure 60s soul. And this yeah. was a big song. And this was the song that uh, not Mark Armand, who was the singer of Soft Soul, but the yeah. uh, keyboardist, the Dave Ball. He was a big Northern Soul fan. And they were looking for a song to cover. And they tried various Northern Soul records. And this is the one that worked. But this is the original. Okay. This is by Gloria Jones. I'm really excited to hear this, it. You've heard the original, haven't you? Well, I'm not sure. I did I used to love her, Jody. But I had to kill him. <laughs> Teddy Love by uh, Gloria Jones. Jody Lit, Sasha Seed, here on our once a month show here on Digging the Craze. This is our anti love set. Drive into the heart of me The love we share Seems 
I do love the cover version, but uh, come on. Yeah, that no, is, that is that good. Is, I, I totally remember that, that one. That is uh, the... Yeah. Jody was giving me this look. That I was like, would... what? <laughs> what? Oh. Oh. Okay, kiddo, what is our next one? Okay, Tracy Chapman, uh, give oh, me very, one reason. Oh, very, uh, Just give me one reason to stay here. You are so hip. Sidley. You know, you because know, obviously like there was this big thing on Monday with the Grammys oh. and... and uh, I I must say I I kind of cried seeing her because I just didn't didn't know that I would see her and she looked so good she sang so well you know how people just Crack. don't sing that well let's just say Billy Joel maybe huh? Smokey Robinson is actually like Ugh. and it's not Smokey and like I love Smokey but yeah oh yeah can you Smokey Smokey had actually one of the best voices in. In of like Michael Jackson, yeah, yeah, Smokey yeah. Robinson, but like, like now right he there. like I heard him. I think it was at the Grammys. He was doing "Being with You," and I went, oh, "Smokey, yeah. sit down." Yeah, that, you, let that yeah. smoke blow away. <laughs> yeah. So That's, what? What a uh, okay. Tracy Chapman. So about? you know, it's it's uh, give me one reason, and I just think it's like kind of like, but. She never gave him gave it. You know, we've been in those relationships, so it's just like touch and go. It's like, oh, like oh, it's not, give me one reason, it's but you. it's never. It's, not, it's, it's not you. It's me. Yeah, and you know what? That's that's an okay thing to say. I really do. <laughs> no, I always used to say, it's not me. It's you. <laughs> Love me. Come back to me. Oh, you are pathetic. <laughs> I was a perfect. I can just see it in your eyes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no breakup, uh, like blues, separation. Like, what, should I stay or sh- or should I stay or should I go yeah. now? Like that's the, a good class that that could be on. How many, how many relationships do you think that you should have got out of? Uh, um, I was. You know, I didn't really date too many people. I wasn't really too much into it. Like, I've always kind of been into my own gig kind of i don't know i i did i don't know i don't know what to say it like i had i did have a lot but did of you did you have did you have some people that clung on a little you know like even casually oh yeah you're like you know it's time to go it's time to go oh i would ride like back in the day ride my 10 speed up knock on the door and say see you later fucking dude oh <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't swear, but like, cause I was just like, no, I'm, I'm like, see a lit, like, I, I was maybe like that one girl that you were talking about. Yeah. I was a little oh, harsh. You find sympathy <laughs> in the uh, dictionary uh, yeah. shit and sympathy. Yeah, you are that type of girl. Yeah, I am. Okay, okay. So Tracy this, give me one, 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 one reason. Couldn't come up with it. <laughs> Turn right back around 
Could write you in tunes back then. Yeah. What happened to oh a good tune? God. You know, they people people say they 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 bring up these artists uh, now, these uh, these young kind of trailblazers, and I don't know. You know, I kind of sneered at Tracy Chapman at the time, but now I look back and think, wow. Yeah. You know, like Fast Cars, this track. Yeah. You know, it's so good. Like I literally, when she came on on live at the Emmys, I, I I did. I think I cried. I like, did cry. Like everyone goes on about like you know Carly Rae Jepsen and uh, God, I don't know, some of the names have just gone. But they always say like or Phoebe Bridges and people like this, and they say like I, I listen to him. You sit like oh yeah, I, it's AI. I don't know. I think people are turning into AI. <laughs> Even the people are turning into AI. It's like it's crazy. And don't swear. <laughs> I I didn't. I just went effing. That's a pretty song. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a pretty song. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna play one of your favorite bands. But not your favorites. Yeah, I don't really know this but you song. Know, too much. But it's it, you know this song, uh Jody and I were talking off air and I was like just telling her what this song's about. Basically this was towards the end of their career, but uh Basically, this song, when they were kind of dystopian, they kind of had slept with each other, and they hated each other. And it's like, I'm going to write, write the most hateful song. This song, basically, it's a clever song. It's basically, uh, this, it's called the, the Day Before You Came. And basically, it's, it's talking about how this chick has gone into depression and she's reliving this moment of, uh, I think it was a married man. You, you could 
insert whatever here, married woman, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and she's reliving that moment of what her life was before and how elated this person made them feel and how depressed she feels now that yeah. they're not there, yeah. that she can't get in contact with them. So yeah. she's reliving like a... Like in an AI mode or, whatever, or like a Black Mirror moment, she's mm-hmm. trying to relive that moment before they came so that when they come back into life, she'll be excited again, yeah. but knowing that she's disappointed. Yeah. At least it's, that's my interpretation. Yeah, okay. Well, I, yeah, I want, I'm excited. <laughs> excited to hear that. Now you're going to stab me. <laughs> this, is, this is Abba. The day before you came, this is our... Uh, Anti-Valentine yeah. Hour here on Digging the Crates, CGSW.com. I must have left my house at eight because I always do. My train, I'm certain, left the station just when it was two. Like uh, Joe Nico was, she was in Velvet Underground. She did a I'm a femme fatale. She had that very uh, monotonic German yeah, yeah, voice. Yeah. She could have done that. Yeah. The day before you came by ABBA, which is a song that every ABBA fan hates, but of course, you know, <laughs> Sasha Sid being Sasha Sid. I uh, love digging, dig. <laughs> digging the tracks that people hate. <laughs> But the next track we all love, Jody. Tell the people what it is. Bring some joy into their life. Okay. Now, 
Nancy Sinatra, bang, bang. Okay. Uh, from 1966, daughter of Frank uh, uh, Sinatra, of course. She's the daughter of Frank Sinatra? I didn't know that. You are being dumb with me. I thought she was the daughter of Fred Sinatra, his brother. No, it's the daughter. Of, who's Fred? You're being dumb with me. Okay, so anyway, and and did did you know that she was uh, on Playboy in 1995 at the age of 54? I should get that issue. It, she looks amazing. Does she? She looks amazing. I looked it up. And, oh, you're 54 uh, now. Are you 54? Actually, I'm 55. Why? Well, yeah. yeah, I think I'd you look pretty good on. I think I could look good on Playboy. I think I'd do it. Does um, Playboy exist anymore? No, I don't think so. You which should. is really sad. I don't know. Well, maybe you can get it. I don't know. Don't ask me questions that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Fucking Google it. That's okay. the time to ask you questions. Yeah. So anyway, so this song is actually she married. A guy from uh, early, like her high school street sweetheart, sorry. And then they didn't get along. And then she decided he left, like, to shoot him down because. Bong, bong. He left her. Oh, did he? He left her. So time to go there, dude. That was the time. It was the time. Now, when did you did you hear this song like a lot of people did in the Tarantino film, or did you know of it before the Tarantino? I, film? I, you're right. It was a Tarantino mm. song. Um, I don't even know, but I think it was a. It would have been Tarantino, I think, yeah. for me, because I didn't know a lot of Nancy Sinatra. It was Kill Bill, wasn't that. it? Was it Kill Bill? Yeah, it was Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have it written brilliantly down there. done, though. Yes. It is a great song. Yeah. Bang Bang by Bang 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 by Nancy Sinatra. I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white He would always win the fight Bang, bang, he shot me down Bang, bang, I hit the ground Bang, bang, that awful sound Bang, bang, my baby shot me down came and changed the time when I grew up I called him mine he would always laugh and say remember when we used to play bang bang I shot you down bang bang you hit the ground bang bang that awful sound bang bang I used to shoot you. Oh, we got because we got so much. We got we got like two or three more, more songs we want to get yeah. to, and uh, you know what this song sounds like. Music but I love this. Oh. it's like blue velvet kind of dealio, you know? Creepy. <laughs> That's creepy. Blue velvet is one of the creepiest films. I love blue velvet so much. Budweiser. Now he's gone. Yeah. Oh, no, is it Heidi Kitty? He goes, Heidi, 
can't remember. He loses his temper in Yeah. Okay, you know what we're going to hear? We're going to hear a bit of country. I'm okay with that. And I'm going to give it up to the female. Because I've got a lot of females in my in my life. I've got like... Daughters? Ex-wives? I've got people like you. I've got like an ex-wife. I've got, you know... Uh, uh, a girlfriend that I've known for over 30 years. I've got three daughters, uh, two female grandchildren. So, uh, you know, I'm going to give up to the females. And I think they should listen to this song. It's a, it's a classic country song that's all about being, you know, a little bit of a torture spirit, but uh, like, you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to, I'm going to speak my words. This yeah. is a, uh, Lulu Bell and, uh, well, I'm just going to say it's Lulu Bell. Let's not even mention the man that's involved in here because he's probably the uh, guitarist. This is called I Wish I Was a Single Girl Again. And this was recorded when, Jody? Oh, <laughs> like, in, 30, hey, in 1939. <laughs> I looked it up. I'm like, oh, he went to the 39. He went to the 30s. <laughs>
But ain't it aggravating when you have to Oh, Jody, no, no. Here's another song. You could just smell the nicotine. Oh, yeah. And she's just got the iron, that flat iron, ready to chuck it at that guy's head. Yeah. Lily Bell there. Back. Wow. Back. 85 years. I know. I wish I was a single 1939. Girl. Okay, what do we got? We okay, got we're going to liven it up a little bit with the whole Violet um, from 1994. Um, so this is kind of what I went through through a breakup. So with uh, one of my exes, it was like the seven-year itch. And uh, so one of the, the ones... One main part of the song is is go on, take everything, take everything I want you to. And uh, I let my ex come into my house and just take stuff that was his. (laughs) And he literally did take everything. And by the way, took every CD that we owned. Am I still bitter about it? Like, listen to me talk. <laughs> wow. Okay, over seven years, I did not buy one CD, apparently. If you, if you heard that guy d- died tomorrow, would you, would you care? <laughs> would you? Um, I don't know. I, yeah. If you heard I, he died tomorrow. You are, like... Um, I'm just going this. Well, gee, okay, we had... A couple good years. Yeah, but sure. just like, but he did that too. Is you, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you have this sentimentality. He didn't, and I'd like to think that in a moment of reflection, he would like. And I've done stuff, yeah. but I've always apologized or you know, which whatever. But I, I don't think I've ever been that mean and taken stuff. Oh my but God. I'd like to think I'd give it back in reflection. I'd go, you know what? In that moment, or you know, he starts a relationship. He goes like. Here's your CDs, mate. You know, I'm mm. sorry. I was an yeah, asshole. Never did. Yeah. So, <laughs> so by the way, I did have a party after uh, a CD party with all of his friends because we all had similar, same friends, and every brought a, everybody brought a CD, and it was great. And I, they all knew that he was a jack. Okay. Well, this is going to be our last song. Uh, our man is in to take over. Uh, this is whole Violet, and then we're going to come back and say our goodbyes okay, goodbye. for another month. And then okay. Jody's going to tell us all about Madonna and the mum's time. Oh yeah. And the sky was made of diamonds, and the stars were just like little fish. You should learn when to go You should learn how to say no My last day Mine is forever My last day Violent move. 
that time. Vincent's giving us a skunk eye here. He wants to get that potpourri going. Yeah. So I, we, we are going to say goodbye. Yeah, and you know what? I just wanted to say a special hi to the Canadian Ski Cross team that is in Georgia right now, and not Georgia in the United States of America, but Georgia, which is Alaska? border, border on Russia. Oh, that Georgia. That Georgia. Really? They're ski, and they just got dumped on right now, big time. Um, so by bombs? Or? No, dumped on by snow. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I should have been more specific. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say hi to Kissy Face James, Lover Boy, Lover Boy Primoz, and Tight Squeeze Nate. And um, they, you know what, when you get a bowl of borscht there, they give you a shot of vodka on the side. Do they? Yeah. Got a picture of it. Remember so. that? They used to have a Russian restaurant on uh, 4th Street, didn't they? Do you remember years ago? <laughs> what was that place oh. called? I loved that place. Yeah. Once went there. Yeah, you're right. Back in the day. Yeah. Those Ruskies. God. They can oh, cook up Russians. a good borscht. They can drop oh. a they can drop a good bomb, Ukrainian? but they can like really brew up. Ukrainians a, can do a good the Yuki's. <laughs> okay, kiddo. Anything else? You're going to be back. Well, hopefully, we're going to be yeah. back in a month's time. You're going to yeah. have a new new topic. Yeah, let's do. Because uh, I'm going to give sure. I'm going to give uh, Ms. Lit her just you. She chose the topic. She said, "Said I'm coming on. It's Valentine's. Enough of your digging in the crates. <laughs> we want to hear real music for real people." No, but uh, honestly, not for your little incels and your like beard necks and yeah. <laughs> we want to hear music that real people listen to. <laughs> so Joey's going to pick uh, what we're going to be listening to in a month's time. Yeah, and uh, we got a little topic or whatever you do. Yeah. Just come up, you know. People want to hear different voices. I think we're going to uh, do this. I'm going to be fun. a bit more technically savvy. I was a little. Uh, a little. Uh, well, you haven't been up here in a while. Yeah, I was, uh, and I apologise. We we tried our best, yeah. but uh, well, thank you. Yeah, 
Yes, man. and thank you with for uh, trusting me to be on your show. I, I appreciate it so much, thank and you. it's my dream. Thank so, you for coming up. Stay tuned, Vincent's coming. Vincent rocks. He's going to play his tunes, but he's, he assures me he's going to play some Cancun. And he's he, even he wearing loves a CGSW. You should hate those people. He's even wearing a CGSW shirt. <laughs> That's how much he loves CGSW. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. CSW 9.9. CJSW. You are listening to CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting out of Calgary, Alberta, at the University of Calgary Campus Radio Station, located on Treaty 7 land. I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, comprising the Siksika, the Pekini, and the Kaina First Nations the Tsutina First Nation, and the Stony Nakoda, including the Chiniki, the Bearspaw, and the Good Stony First Nations. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Districts 5 and 6.